0: Oh, do I love a Mac Weldon. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I am fairly certain I am wearing uh, their underwear right now. I'm not going to de-pant I, to prove it. I've shown you but many times the right. little, little waistband, and I'm mm-hmm. wearing uh, my baby blues right now. I uh, live in their sweatpants. Whatever you are wearing right now, Mac Weldon is doing it better. Because they're a premium men's essentials brand, and they believe in smart design and premium fabrics and simple shopping. Yep. They, uh, they have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means you will not stink in your private places. That's what I'm wear wearing now, and I smell great. You do. You smell like a goddamn garden of earthly delights and from all the way over here. By the way, if you don't uh, like your first pair, you can keep it. They'll still refund you, no questions asked. Mm-hmm, that's so if, right. For 20% off your first order, visit macweldon.com and enter promo code HOMO at checkout. Oh, hey, Map! Dave, Dave, Dave. How are you? Well, I've got no tears left to cry. I oh. tell you that much. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been listening to Ariana Grande's album. That's a like great workout album. Oh, I Something it I'd be ashamed to listen to in any other context. Yeah. Um, your How thoughts? It's deli- She's such a, a sherbert candy-colored little unicorn angel, yeah. and um, I have a love for her. I, you know what I mean. I have a, I, feel, I have tender feelings toward her. Really, I think because of the you know tragedy that happened at her sure. show sure, and sure, all sure. that. And yeah. I love her love uh, for Pete Davidson. Yeah, and I love that she said she hates this country because I do too. I'm no. embarrassed to be part of it. You don't hate the country. No, it's no, just it's an no, embarrassing no. moment. Um. How, we, what are your thoughts? We, um, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. album is utterly ridiculous. Sure. It just feels like something that would be playing in a video game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and then the song Successful just made me make a noise that I startled myself. But you startled yourself because it was so good? It is just, I mean, it's a lot. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know which way to appreciate it. The chorus of that is like, I'm so young and successful, yeah. right? That's yeah. literally it. It feels so good to be this young and have this fun and be successful. I'm so successful. And honestly, and like, it's I, just, I, I appreciate the honesty. I, yeah, I guess. And maybe maybe it'll become an anthem. Maybe it'll become an, uh, become an empowerment anthem. Yeah. I've been trying to say that to myself. You Michael I mean? was upset that I liked that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's very silly. It's, um, but you know, I can't dislike it. I like the concept that God is a woman. I sure. appreciate that. Sure. Um, I was hoping the song Pete Davidson would get me a little bit closer to understanding what his whole thing is. That it yeah, doesn't answer it does that question. Does not. That's, it does not answer that question. I at don't all. even know that it, I would call it a song. Yeah, but there is a track with his name in it. Pete Davidson. Lord have mercy. Well, congratulations, Ariana congratulations it. Ariana, congratulations world. Really. Yeah. You've got it now. Uh, what else is happening in the world? Um, we're going to London soon. We are going to fucking London soon. I am so excited. You're going away for now. You're going to New York first. I am. And is that uh, – what's happening in New York? All sorts of things. Um, but a, uh, a wedding All is right. what is bringing me there. Um, and, then, and then we're going to hop on a plane and go to London and hang out for a week. We're going to stay in East London in a flat – are, are you so staying with uh, our friend Stephen Bearish? Baby? I am not. Oh. Uh, no, we're going we're gonna to do our own place. We will oh, right. probably pass out there a time or two, but sure. uh, it would be good to have our own place. I'm also I'm trying to get my ass up to Manchester so I can uh, tour the Coronation Street set, my ultimate goal being to be an extra at the Rover's Return, the, uh, the pub where they all hang out. I, so I am furiously working behind the scenes to make that happen. Dave, you, can we get you a, a an under five line at least? I don't want to. I, I don't okay want to be greedy. To aim a little. I don't uh, want to be greedy. Dream a little bigger. No, I want to. I want to be a punter in a, in a pub. <laughs> I think it's more doable. I I think I'm going to email your agent really? myself. I, yeah, I've left I him entirely deal. out of it. I'm just I'm I'm working behind the scenes on my own. I'm pulling strings. All right. Well, I hope that happens. We'll see. Uh, if it does, I'd like to come with you I and mean, be an extra as well. I would love to make that happen. We could be all in a booth. Yeah. It would be a, it would be a joy. Uh, folks, if you are in London, uh, come and see us at King's Cross on Saturday, September 14th. 14th? Yeah. Sept- I think. Yes. Friday, no, Friday the 14th. Friday at <laughs> 9.30 14th, p.m. 930. And then also on Saturday the 15th, we're going to be doing a panel with a bunch of other Earwolf people. That is correct. We're going to have Aaron Gibson, Brian Safi, Cameron Esposito, Chris Gethard, uh-huh. and us. It's very exciting. What a thrill! What a thrill! Yeah, so if you're there, um, come uh, come hang out, come hang out and see us. And what are we going to do? now you are you have Ben is coming with you. Mm-hmm. You are an Anglophile. You have I a am. ton of friends there. I do. Um, what's on the agenda outside of doing our shows? I truly have no idea. I don't know. No, I'm keeping it wide open. I haven't had a vacation in a minute, so we're just gonna we're gonna play it by ear. And how long are you? How long is your trip? Like a little over a week. That's great. Yeah, I'm very excited. You know, I'm doing a hot Thursday to Sunday. I know. I can't believe it. just enough for me. Wow. I want to be home with my creature comforts. Okay. I want to be spooning Faye. Okay. You know, (laughs) I totally understand. Absolutely understand. By the way, uh, Finn is loving his stuffed uh, squirrel. Very durable. Oh, thank you, Allison. He is is a uh, murderer of toys, but so far. That's a it very – that's a luxe squirrel that that's you That's well-made. Thank you, Alison Goffner. Um, all right. Our guest this week is a, a comic book artist, a veteran comic book artist. Yeah. A graphic novelist, a smarty. Yeah. Um, his name is Cena Grace. And he also – we should say, uh, most importantly, the new Marvel comic Iceman mm-hmm. is his, and? which it turns out is not about the Val Kilmer character from Top Gun. No. But about – Someone else. Uh-huh. Any of you want to know, you better read it. <laughs> yep. Iceman. Cena <laughs> Grace. The Iceman cometh. The Iceman cometh. After this. <laughs> so, listener, let's be honest here. Got any bald spots yet? Is, that, is your hairline slowly starting to recede? It happens. Hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss and skincare and sexual wellness just for men. What I love about Hims is that they connect you with real doctors. Yeah. so it's not, it's not a bunch of bullshit. right. basically. That's what the, this ad says verbatim It says it's not a bunch of bullshit. For hims.com is not bullshit. It uh, is well-known genetic equivalent genetic. It's well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. And they, it's really easy because all you have to do is answer a few quick questions, and then a doctor, a real doctor, mm-hmm. reviews. And uh, prescribes what you need. And then it's shipped directly to your door. Mm-hmm. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional, guys. Yeah. So order now. Listeners get a trial month of hymns for just five bucks today. Right now, while supplies last, see website for full details. By the way, uh, what we're talking about would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to a, a doctor or a pharmacy. So don't do that. Don't Go do that. For hims.com slash homo. What is that? F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash homo. Forhims.com slash homo. Well, folks, we are back
1: with Sina Grace. Hello, Sina Grace. Hi. Oh, my God. It's just starting. Yeah. I, I thought you would record the pre-interview thing nope. first, oh, too, we'll and I'd get to watch it. Like <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Um, okay. No. Today we were, we're having just such in. a rich conversation about male plastic surgery <laughs> that we were like, we must stop and we must start recording. It was golden. You want to save
1: it? Stop, I drop, and record. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> now, is this a thing you're thinking about? You're
1: not. You're, you're no. anti. No. Well, you are You can see my face. I, I'm going to let this happen naturally. If, um, you're,
0: if you're perfectly preserved, and if you're doing anything, keep it up. It's great. I, you certainly don't need to.
1: I'm 21. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm beautiful in my 30s. No, uh, we were just talking about, uh, you know, people getting work done. Because you were talking about it, I was uh, saying I have a list of a wish list. Oh, it's a wish list. It's not a to do list.
0: It's a to, it's a wish list that will eventually turn into a to do list. This is crazy. Is there? Are you willing to share anything that is on your? No, to-do I don't, list? don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but I do think Sina was saying before it's like that I, we're probably in a similar stage with some of our male friends where you're see if you're seeing it and it is very obvious when it's happening.
1: Sometimes yes and sometimes no. You know, like I, uh, I have a friend who is getting plumpers on his lips and what's so funny is like our friend group, we just make so much fun of him. Like I'm always sending him pictures of Lindsay Lohan or of like Donatella or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're always like, BB, don't do that. Don't do that. And, um, and then when I like, you know, and then when you bring new folks around to your group, like you're dating someone or you're trying to bring a new friend into the fold, uh, I would talk about it and I'd be like, oh my God, his lips are so big. That's why we keep talking to him and telling him to stop. Like we keep taking pictures of him and being like, that's it. That's enough. You're done. Like this photo, like show your plastic surgeon this and like, don't ever go bigger than this. Um, and then like I would show friends his before pictures and they were like, oh, because he had like, he just had like great cartoonishly like a bird mouth. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. a Disney bird mouth.
0: Meaning li- lipless.
1: Lipless. Lipless in uh-huh. Seattle. Uh-huh. And um, but then, yeah, people would just be like, oh, his lips aren't gigantic. Like, if you see him out in the wild, they're only gigantic because you don't know him. Oh, I mean, because you do know him. Um,
0: so to them, they're like, he did a good job.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To So, you know, it, it's, it is super subjective and I, you know, I can't ever judge anyone. But what we were kind of getting to before uh, we hit record was like, then there are people where you kind of can see them about to go over the edge. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who, uh, you know, we talk a lot about this because he got hair transplants and you see me, I would like kind of love that. I would love to have my hair back and and be like, I'm here. I um, have I've...
0: great hair. No, you're, well, You're doing great.
1: It's because I'm leaning. Thank you. This is like the most positive experience of my life. Thank you. It's only because I'm leaning into like being like a male pattern behold. A male pattern balding Persian. So I'm kind of like, I'm into it before I used to be like Mr. Cover Up Uh and Mr. Comb Around. And now I'm like, nah, like my demographic in terms of dating loves this male pattern balding. So I'm I'm keeping it.
0: It's a sign of testosterone. Is is. it? Uh
1: I'm so masked. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But uh, anyway, but I have this friend. He, you know, he got that. I totally understand it. I totally respect it. He's been gymming hardcore, um, bulking up, taking like legal Steroids, or I don't. Is there? Are there legal steroids? There's, yeah, there's like, like
0: that line. Yeah, yeah. There's like stuff you can get from your doctor.
1: Okay, I've never been to a gym, so I don't know any of that stuff. You've, um, never, you've been never been to been a, gym? a gym. I've walked by them.
0: Wow, you've never been to a gym.
1: I went to a YMCA to learn how to swim as a kid. Is that the same?
0: It, well, you, then you've been to a gym. That's a gym. Okay, but you don't go to like you don't regularly go somewhere and lift weights or whatever.
1: No, I dance at home in high heels. That is how, I. Okay. That is how I stay fitting my, in my clothes. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I, I certainly don't subscribe to like gym culture in a way that I think everyone should, but it is, it's amazing to me that you can be a gay man in your thirties who has like lived in large cities and never had a phase where you got sucked into that. I respect it, honestly. Yeah.
1: Thank you. It's, well, it just costs money and like, especially from the outside looking in, you see. You know, some friends go through the cycle, the guilt cycle of when there's like spending to go to the gym, but then they don't go to the gym and then they have this guilt and then it's a whole cycle. And I'm just like, I'd rather avoid it, not spend that money, find creative ways to do it at home. So then, when I'm on podcasts, I can say I dance at home in my high heels. There you go. Yeah. Um, but I'll <laughs> I'll wrap up this thing about my friend and and his uh gym going ways. But he he was like, oh my god, I've been cutting so much now, my butt's all flabby, and I want to go get it fixed. I want to get skin removed, and I'm like, okay, hold okay. on, like oh, let right. me see a picture okay. because we're those kinds. Of, we've been friends since we were in middle school, so like yeah, yeah. you know, it, he can send nudes and not have it be like a you know dating thing. Right. And, um, so he sent me a picture and something we'll probably talk about later is like, I have, uh, I have had a lot of like weight fluctuation in my life. Cause I, I got super sick a few years ago and, uh, went 20 pounds underweight. Um, so like, I know what happens to just deflate really fast and he showed me and I was like, oh, my God, dude, like they were just like literally like they look like butt dimples, um, but like in weird places. And I had the same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, like literally once you're done cutting and you start gaining, it'll come right back. Like once you get into your squat game, like they'll firm up. Uh-huh. And I was like, you don't also, talk like a person who's never been that's to a right. gym. You, you're talking cutting. You, you're talking Yeah, squats. You're using words that we do not use. I'm talking, but this is because he's one of my dearest friends. So I'm going. That
0: doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you know cutting and gaining because and squat. Because this is all he talks about.
1: All you. he okay. talks about is Henry Cavill and how he wants his okay. body and how he like researches it. And again, I'm a good friend. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm absorbing. Um and That's a
0: full-time job. When you're getting into gaining and cutting, and that 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 is a full-time lifestyle.
1: Yeah, and and it's crazy because he was so um, super super pear-shaped. Um, I'm trying to remember how big he had gotten. He might have even gotten near like 300 pounds, and it was just like all fat, not any muscle at the time. And then he just sort of got into it, and he said the thing that he loved about it was that he has a lot of Uh, trouble getting things to the finish line. Uh And he said the thing he loved about fitness and working on his body was that there was no finish line that you will never be happy and that you will always keep working at it. And that empowered him and that made him feel like, Oh my God, I love this. Cause there's no, you know, it just takes the idea of winning off the table. And so he's like, he's like, I am so excited to spend the rest of my life never winning. Wow. (laughs) Um, so, well, this guy sounds like a lot of fun. We'll have to have him on the he show. Sounds at some like point. a
0: Striver. Yeah, what he sounds
1: like He's not
0: like a Maria. No, that's I was going to say, not like no. Maria Striver. Not <laughs> the name, not- waka, waka. Oh goodness! So when you are um, not having these conversations with your friends, what do you? Uh, how do you unwind? What's your like? Are you? What do you binge? What do you? What do you read? What do you listen to?
1: I am literally pulling out. My uh, notebook, because I was—I always get so flustered and nervous whenever this yeah. question comes up, and then I never remember, and then I'm like, "Oh,
0: you have a list."
1: I wrote a list. I checked it twice. I prepared. Wow. Um, We've
0: never thing. actually had anyone prepare for this never. question before. Never. I just,
1: again, I because I get so stumped, and I'm like, "Wait a minute!" And then I leave, and I'm like, "Are you kidding?" I have all these yeah. things I could say. Yeah,
0: yeah that makes sense.
1: Um, so what I do to unwind, to like veg out and chill. Um, I super love Naked and Afraid. Wow, okay. I love that show so, so much. And that's What do you love about it? I love that I actually feel like I'm still learning something. Um, Like, I'm like, okay, what would I bring? Like, I'm like, okay, I would bring a net because someone always brings a knife Mm -hmm. and hopefully production will give us a flint. If they don't, I'm going to train myself to learn how to use a bow drill. Um, And then I like to think about how I would prepare for that. Like, you see these contestants and They'll like have like a little um like a little sort of basin or something full of like jagged rocks, and they'll just like spend a couple minutes a day walking on it. This one mm-hmm. lady set her apartment to like 60 degrees the month before she went on the competition. And the first five minutes of that episode, she was with this like dude who was like, i Mr. You know, toxic masculinity, like I love guns and stuff. And um and he was like he was like, Fuck this girl, like she sucks, she doesn't know how to do anything. And then they got like hit with like really fucking cold weather and his ass was like n- near pneumonia and she was like used to it and ready for it so she was actually kind of like holding her end while he wow. was like uh, uh, you know and uh, and and that was great because it was a great learning moment a great bonding moment i also i love it because it's you know all reality tv is not real i know that but this one feels Real ish. Real ish. You know, and one of my friends edits it and I know what's not real about it. But what's like, not real about it? Well, he never said any of this to me. But I did go online and I looked up uh, like when they like interview contestants after the fact and Oh, that's Andy Beckerman. I know him too. Sorry. I'm just like looking at all these <laughs> names. Yeah,
0: the table is it, it really pulls focus.
1: Full of names, full of names, um, full of dreams. But uh well, sometimes if they can't figure out how to make fire the producers will be like, hey, you know, tree sap is actually highly flammable. And so then they'll put like tree sap on their kindling or whatever, and then they'll try again and then it'll work. Or um, one, I don't remember what episode or what season, but someone was like so malnourished and so fucked up that and they didn't want it to end. so they gave them some like bananas and rice and stuff to like get them through a stomach virus mm. just to keep them going. Um, one so-
0: It's not real in that the producers don't let people die. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. But then fucked up shit happens. Like one time a river got flooded between production where the production was camped and where the naked people were camped. Yeah. And they had these walkie talkies and production was like, get as far the fuck away from the river as possible. And like, we'll find you when we find you. Like. Wow! Use your camcorders in the meantime. Get that content, Henny. But like, um, so naked and afraid. Wow! I I love winding down to that and like having my iPhone out and like Google news searching like celebrities of the early aughts that no one cares about. Um, Like, I I knew I knew what I was getting myself into. Like, I'm just like fascinated by Lindsay Lohan. I kind Uh, of fucking hate her now. I'm so like disappointed, but I also. When
0: we're recording, she just made a statement about, you know, the victims of sexual assault and and harassment and whatever. Oh, I didn't hear – what was the statement? It was just like everybody calm down. Like a lot of people do it for attention. Well, who did she – she made – we talked about this a while ago. She made like a selfie video in the bathroom defending – Some one of many, the many Trump.
1: Oh no, um, yeah. Well, Harvey. She was like Harvey. She was like, we need to. In her dumb fucking accent, she created out of nowhere. Her cigarette smoking was. She was like, we need to. um, Harvey, his wife needs to stand by him. I was just like, fuck you. But you know what? If Rose McGowan says to be light on her, then you know that like Lindsay's. Like, so damaged.
0: Oh, is that what? Is that what from Rose, the system? Is that Rose's take on
1: Rose tweeted, like, after Lindsay was saying that stuff about Harvey Weinstein, Rose McGowan tweeted, was like, hey, Rose Army, like, be cool on Lindsay. Right. Like, just trust. And it's right. like, yeah, she's been, she is a product of this awful system, awful parents, famous too young no one ever told her what reality is she's surrounded by enablers um and yet and even though i don't like her like i don't think she's even interesting as a human being i still am kind of like i like watching what someone who was brought up under those circumstances how they continue to survive and like yeah. and it's really weird too cuz it's like oh is she going to like Wiggle her way into like financial success with these like beach clubs in Europe. It seems
0: like it. the The, the new one is doing Lohan Resort in where is it? I'm sorry, what? Well, you don't know about this? No, I don't. There is uh, you. You'll be able to explain this better than I. Yeah. Can.
1: So she opened uh, like Lohan Beach House in Mykonos, and then Mykonos. another right. in another place. Okay, and-
0: <laughs> that's hilarious to me because, I mean, how has the world ever seen a more damaged brand than Lohan? Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, but at least, yeah, I, I, at least I can see the people who might drop a huge sum of money to play golf at one of his resorts or whatever. Like, who that has enough money to go to any kind of beach resort is like, I want a party like Lindsay and Dina Lohan.
1: Probably, but like gay Eurotrash. I've never met gay Eurotrash, wow. so I'm judgy. I'm, yeah. I apologize to gay Eurotrash listeners. Whoever may
0: be listening right now. Yeah,
1: someone, someone in uh, Greece is like. Oh, someone in a thong <laughs> under billowing muslin on a on an island. Yeah, is listening furious at us right yeah, now. With and that's his, okay with his Beats by Dre headphones. But yeah, um, absolutely, so that's that's like my absolute like garbage o'clock uh, taking care like letting my body like absorb whatever happened through okay. the day. Checking I'm not out, ready to
0: it? let this go. Don't. what happens at a Lohan beach club?
1: No, oh, it's nothing. a
0: resort. It's it's a resort. But yeah, a, but apparently, like what well, sets they're, it apart? They're literally nothing. doing well and. She does go there. She she okay. can be seen there. The, I think New York Times did a big story on it recently, and they they literally would not let them photograph her. The, wow. this, the she reporter, wanted money. Like, yeah, they wanted money, and they were like, "Oh well, we're a newspaper. We don't pay people to like photograph them." And like, this is a huge story. This is a huge deal for you. Yeah, which so just makes her phone.
1: come off like more of an asshole. I just, yeah. she's such an asshole. Man. It
0: just seems to me like it's uh, Neely O'Hara at the bar. Like, just at the very end of Valley of the Dolls, but, like, on a beach. Pretty much. Pretty much. Is that what? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, but That's it's, what her it's her
1: taste. It's her taste. Curating. Witch. She's curating. Okay. Oh, aren't we
0: all? Uh-huh.
1: Aren't we all curating? Um, Any other
0: 2000-era <laughs> celebs that you're tracking? Not.
1: Um, sometimes I mean, she's the one she, yeah, she's the one. Like I, I don't give two fucks about Paris Hilton. No. no. Um, should you? sometimes I like to see what like Sarah Michelle Gellar's up to, but she's so boring. Wow. Um, she's a, a bold statement. She's a mommy. Like yeah, she's that's... just her food brand. It's all, it's all just cheery. Oh, she's
0: doing food, food stuff. Yeah. I and know. I think Freddie has a cookbook.
1: Yeah. And he's okay. a star Wars voice or something. Oh, good and, for him. That Very feels nice. Right. Yeah. Where were you during the Amanda Bynes situation? I mm. never, you know what's funny is like I watched all that when I was way younger, but I never, like, I never had a feeling about her. And mm-hmm. like, so I never You're really. More a
0: Lori, Death ben, Den, Lori say, Beth uh,
1: Denberg. Lori Beth Denberg.
0: I was more a Lori Beth Denberg.
1: I don't even know She what, seemed I mean, cool. It would have been
0: good if I could have gotten it all out in one She breath, seemed but cool. I, could, I heard yeah. she
1: wasn't cool, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kids. They were kids. What do you want? Famous yeah. kids are going to be assholes no matter what. Exactly. Famous adults are
0: going to be assholes no matter what.
1: That well, everybody's an asshole for 20 minutes, famous even if it happens after 30. Because that's what I heard is like that's when people are actually gracious and nice. Is okay, you're more
0: likely to be okay after 30. Yeah, probably uh, a June squib is good, but maybe nobody else. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, which is why I kind of don't really ever like want to get there, you know what I mean? Like, you don't like, I've seen people at that point in their lives, and I'm like it's just unescapable. Like the American dream ruins you. Like, Uh so I refuse. But, um, anyway, so yeah, Amanda Bynes, I have no, uh, I have no stake in the game or whatever Mm -hmm. the phrase is. Um, I like to look up what's going on with the gossip girl cast. Sure. Mm -hmm. Which, wow. Talk me through it. Oh, they, where's (sighs) Penn? Where's Penn Badgley? Oh, I don't care about him. I've never cared about him. Jesus, Cena, give me something. Um, uh, he has a new show and he had to explain to his co-star, uh, how the ending of Gossip Girl worked. He was like, yeah, so uh, my character was... Spoiler alert. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, like like really, no, A, no one cares, (laughs) B, it ended in like 2007. (laughs) Um, But he was like, yeah, my character was uh, lying and like humiliating his girlfriends for years. And uh, then I married Blake Lively. Like she gave me. And uh, so that's really hilarious. He's acting though. He's on like okay, TV good. land or some lifetime.
0: Yeah. I'm I sure. feel like they'll all, we'll find a place for all those guys. Absolutely. It's okay. always,
1: but Ed Westwick got super me too. And oh. shit, man, like it was, I got it. I'm, I'm admitting this. Like the first, story that came out, I was like, now, now, now let's wait till the facts come in. And yeah. then two more ladies came through and I was like, Ugh. okay, okay. That, that was a learning moment for me that like, and it's tough. Cause
0: wasn't the pilot of gossip girl, like, he rapes,
1: he attempts to rape Jenny Humphrey. Yeah. Um, Taylor Momsen apparently is oh, like yeah. the most successful out of all of them. Yeah, she is, sure. she's making like her story in metal and rock because like her rock and roll band is huge. She, like, opened for um, Soundgarden, you know, rest in peace. Wow. Um, and, and she was on some other tour. But anyway, yeah, so that's that's what I do is I veg out and I look up, like, celebrities that don't matter to anyone else but me. Um, and and then c- can I, like, talk about things that oh, are geez, cool or, yes. like, are valuable, are relevant? So All of this people, is cool so far. I today.
0: can't imagine <laughs> anything being more important than the Lohan Beach House. But... <laughs>
1: I feel so seen and heard, which I guess is the whole fucking point of this thing. So (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so when I'm not watching Naked and Afraid, uh, I watch Glow. Okay. Love both seasons. Sure. Westworld, a standby season two.
0: Interesting. I haven't dipped a toe.
1: You know, this is what I tell. I don't know. Maybe wait till it's all done because people are going to know about season two. And I'm like, that's like saying I didn't like Dunkirk 45 minutes in. Like, these are the Nolans. You've got to wait till everything right is in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, oh no, like Tom uh, Brady, I don't even see his face. He's, why is he in a, pl- you know, that's like Tom Hardy. Whoa, not Tom Brady. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> you never see Tom Brady or Tom Hardy's face or Tom Brady's face. You yeah, don't enough that? see Tom Brady's face.
1: That's true. It's very true. There is I've there
0: plenty of Tom Brady. Wait, Tom Brady is yeah. a Trumper, right? I, that is the, that's the that's scuttlebutt. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, I tried to get awesome him to, uh, to send me one of his like $1,000 <clears throat> uh, diet and lifestyle books. You just got these things, and they're like big, heavy wood, and like with screws. And you need a tool because he keeps sending you new information and whatever. And they cost what? literally like a thousand dollars. Oh, like, that's a Tom Brady product. You that can... is a Tom Brady product. Oh. Yeah. Did he do it? He did not. He won't do it. I was like, I pulled all my fucking you know press and shit out. No. He can fuck right off. He can fuck all the way off. <laughs> they don't need tomatoes. They don't need nightshades yeah. or eggplants. We get it. We fuck get off. It. Gorgeous, but we get it.
1: Well, anyway. Fuck him. Fuck him. Um <laughs> okay, so West uh, Westworld. Westworld yeah, um drag race, pose. Sure. Great. great. Um,
0: let's talk about pose for a moment because I'm behind. I, oh, you are. Let's not talk about pose then. No, Never it's okay. No, 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 no. I should be part Can of you
1: of ask this, a general question cuz pose is not gossip girl. Like there are people out there who probably haven't watched season 1 yet. And but if it's yeah. a more gener- general general yeah, question. No. Okay, we want to talk about the season as a whole. We'll get there. Okay just got
0: to catch up, Matt. I got to catch up. I, that's, I saved that. That's a, that's a appointment viewing in our house. Sure. Can't watch that one without Michael.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll get there. I miss, that's like the best part of relationships it's is fun, like right? saving things for the person. Yeah. Yeah, um, we were the same way. And we just got to the finale. So we were a couple weeks behind.
0: Oh, well. You made it sound like you guys broke up recently.
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> you like, did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. No, I, I we thought don't. we were going to play the sad Abba no, no, songs. no, no. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. We'll, we'll, get into it once soon. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, I, I'm watching Queer Eye not done with season two may be okay with that. Maybe like I'll save the four I have left for when I really need it. Yeah. It's not, um, a,
0: it's not a thing where it's like, you got to finish the season. Right. It's yeah. A lovely treat you can give yourself.
1: Exactly. And the first season was like eminently bingeable. And so I, you know, the rhythm was just sort of like eh, too soon. Like I don't need to jump back into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other thing that I sort of, like, watch to veg out or, like, to heal myself is uh, I really love watching just only, like, Buffy season two. Like, she's oh. still in high school. Uh-huh. She's mm-hmm. dating Angel. yeah um, They haven't had sex yet. She can't tell what he's thinking. Uh, you know, everyone's confused about everything. And then he goes evil when they fuck. And she blames herself. And, like... It's just great, and it's it's so '90s in the right kind of way. Um, that's a good that's that's good for me to just like turn my brain off and watch. I love. I it's funny because I hated '90s fashion when I was a kid, and yeah. I saw it, I was like, "This is garbage. Yeah. This is all slinky and nothing fits." And now I'm like, "Oh, but it's so amazing because it's such beautiful garbage." To yeah, you know, yeah, garbage. Yeah, um,
0: <laughs> it's such a clear aesthetic. You know, like, yeah. It, yeah, it it didn't feel like it at the time. It felt disjointed at the time, but you look back at it now and it's like you can tell exactly what's 1996. I don't think we have a clear aesthetic right now. You never do, though, at the time.
1: We you totally don't notice do it though. at the time. We totally do. Everyone wants to look like Father John Misty. Like, you know what I a mean? Little. Like, yeah, but that, I mean, like faux woods bohemian and then athleisure. Yeah. That's super right now, I think. Yeah. Like, and what? Athleisure. Uh, like, athleisure, yeah. I thought you said Annette Glazer.
0: I was like, I don't know who that is.
1: <laughs> like, oh, you don't know? <laughs> Did I, Chloe Seven? You, you? Oh, you <laughs> might
0: just a bit. So we're going to take a little break right now, and then we're going to go back, and we're going to uh, we're going to dive into the romantic history that is literally tattooed all over your body. Yes. yes. More we see in grace eight. in a moment. Wow. <laughs> 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 I, right now, am working my way through an RX bar. I am, too. What flavor are you working on over there? Uh, Peanut butter chocolate. Oh, I've got chocolate sea salt and num, num, num. Is it good in the tongue? It's really tasty. telling you, RX bar believes in the power of transparency. So it lets the core ingredients do all the talking. That's why when you look at one of these things, the ingredients are right there on the front of the packaging. It's clear as can be. It's literally three egg whites, 14 peanuts, two dates, no BS. That's your peanut butter and chocolate right there. That's all your ingredients. That's all you need to know. Plus, they're gluten-free, they're soy-free, they're free of artificial flavors and preservatives. And uh, they're great for a number of occasions, whether it's breakfast on the go, it's a pre-workout snack, it's a 3 p.m. pick-me-up at the office. Mm-hmm. So I, you, I mean, it's good because we're always – we're looking for ways to get more protein, but do I want to eat a fucking wrapped piece of garbage? No. Filled with, you know, m- milk fat? No. Or do I want something like this? You want something like that. Uh, they just debuted – A nut butter, Rx Nut Butter. Uh, It comes in a little single-serve packet. Uh, Delicious, creamy nut butter with nine grams of high-quality protein. And it comes in three flavors. Honey, cinnamon, peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. It's squeezable, and it's spreadable. And it's good with fruit, rice cakes, pretzels, or just straight out of the pouch. We don't want to run your life. Listen, you eat the nut butter however you yeah, see fit. You want to eat it with a spoon, you. put it in your mouth, do that. I love an RX bar. As you know, I'm training for a marathon, guys. I don't mean oh to brag, but I am training Carol for a marathon. I'm doing here. the New York marathon this year. I need to carry snacks with me. You know what I mean? This Otherwise, is the perfect snack It is is the absolute perfect snack for on the go. Otherwise, I'll pass out on the sidewalk. Nobody needs that. No, don't die. For 25% off of your first order, visit rxbar.com slash homo and enter promo code homo at checkout. Matt, do you love improv comedy? Uh, yes, I do. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, do you love uh, a comedy legend Matt Besser? Again, who doesn't? He does improv real good. He really does. Um, his show. It's called Improv for Humans. Uh, And by the way Matt Besser (laughs) needs no introduction Yeah But uh, he's the guy Who founded the UCB Uh uh, And the world famous Improv show Cat. Also Uh most importantly For me He's married to my Friend Daniel Schneider Ah. Not to brag Been to their house Wow Anyway Geez I haven't (laughs) Uh, he has some of the best improvisers on planet Earth on improv for humans, and a lot of comedians got their earwolf start guesting on the show. Lauren Lapkus, mm. John Gabris, mm. Mary Holland, mm. Zach Reno, Jessica McKenna. Oh, my God. It, this is a great way to discover your new favorite improviser, too. Mm-hmm. Or you can get your longtime favorites, your Paul F. Tompkinses, your Andy Daly's, your Jason Manzukases, mm-hmm. and many more. Let's do an improv scene right now. Oh, to, God. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, I need a suggestion. Dana? Pineapple. Pineapple. Welcome to my pineapple store. I'm an old man. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, one thing I do know about, about um, improv is that transaction scenes are great. So, mm-hmm. yeah. hey, uh, old man, where are your pineapples at? I don't have any pineapples. I'm all out. I'm, I'm getting out of here. Oh, wow. Scene. Scene. That was fun. God. God, that really got that. It's crazy good. that I was never on a Herald team. That is weird. That is weird. Anyway, listen to a new episode of Improv for Humans every Thursday in your favorite podcast app and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an ep. Hey, we're back. Oh, baby, baby. baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you were saying you, you, you referenced being in a relationship in sort of a wistful way earlier that implied mm-hmm. that you're not in one at the moment. No. How long have you been single?
1: Um, I've been, I've been like single and like dating and dating around for like six months. And then I, after seeing someone and kind of calling it quits, I have only been single for like, like I saw, like as in like no dating, like no, like a month, um, and so, so
0: for like five months you were six, going on a lot. Let's, six, about months. six months. Give we're me that. Give me the six months. Of half a year. Oh, no, give me half okay. a year. Sorry, sorry. Okay.
1: I need that half a year. I need you're to feel like I don't on have a, a lot problem. Of date.
0: So this one month is not part of that six months. This is a new month that is.
1: This month is within. Yes, sorry. I now am understanding what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, five months plus one month equals six months. Yes, but those five months had me
0: you lived at least 6 months worth of dating in that 5 months. So it's it's it's, it's basically 6 months. You're saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah but in the last month you have willfully decided to take a little alone time. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, because it's so I don't know, dating is so weird. The landscape is so weird right now and it's everything's really confusing with the internet and I think with the way the world is moving and with apps and all that stuff that I don't you don't even know you can't even like have the presence of mind to figure out what your decisions even mean, you know? And it's interesting to also wonder like, are you actually making a connection with someone, you know? And even with this, I was thinking about like, we're talking about pop culture. We're talking about TV and music and movies and blah, blah, blah. And, and so often, especially with gay dudes and this may be with everyone, but I only know what I know, which is dating men. I feel like they're like, we overvalue having the same language of pop culture. Yeah. And I'm like, but that's not real, you know? Yeah. Um and I was even talking about that with my my friend Ryan, who I have to say him by name because he was really, really excited for me to do this. Oh uh, good. Uh, hi Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Hi Ryan, we're all saying hi to you. Um <laughs> he doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> <He's> Fucker. <like, laughs> but uh, he's like, he's like, I can just talk to that fool. Why listen to him on a podcast? But uh, you know, I was even telling him that too. Like we were talking about dating and you know, he had some like, you know, he we're just asking questions out loud to each other. And one thing I said, was, I was like, you got to like wait for the person, like the proof of the person in front of you before you want to attach yourself. Because anyone can like throw a good pop culture reference and like bang you good. That's not true about getting banged good, but no. like statistically you can get banged good and get a pop culture reference in a lot easier than finding out if someone's going to take care of you when you're sick or if someone's going to change your mood when you're completely like you know depressed and miserable by whatever job circumstance, and yeah. I was just like, wait for that, like look for that, then get excited. Um, and I don't know if I'm right, you know. Like, look, I don't, I'm single, so fucking, I don't know anything. But I kind of feel like I'd rather be excited about having the evidence in front of me than or data, as my friend Bailey says, mm-hmm. okay. than to just go off like guts or instincts because that's what I used to do. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it worked. I don't know if anything works. Like, I don't know anymore. It's a very confusing time. Mm.
0: I don't even, I don't, I've never really needed like a strong pop culture overlap from like people I've dated. I, yeah. I need that in friends for sure. But I think it's, it's actually much more interesting when you're dating someone where there's maybe like, there's a little bit of overlap here and there, but. Otherwise, you're both bringing something wildly different to the table. Because the longer you're together, the more it's end up gonna it's, you're gonna it's gonna be all the same shit after yeah. some time. You know,
1: I've dated um, a few men in my years, and it I've done both. You know, like I've had one long term boyfriend who we did not have anything in common and that was great. Cause yeah, he would show me all these movies I never saw. And then I showed him the Chappelle show and he was like, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was more like, no, no, no. I was ahead of my time. Um, sure, now he's sure, just sure. a racist. Um, <laughs> Is and, that
0: what ultimately tore you apart?
1: No, no, it was the age difference. Um, but yeah. And then I've dated people where like we have the exact same interests or, and then, oh, that's the worst though. When like, they like, if you don't agree with their taste, they're like mad at you. And it's like, yeah. bro, we're just different. Like, I don't expect you to want to like Lana Del Rey the way I do. So don't expect me to like Lord the way you do. Like, she's fine. I can say she's fine. And it's not an attack. Like, your dick isn't smaller because I don't like Lord. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one, though, when you're really into something and your are sure. is like, eh, that's
0: deflating. Yeah. But you also have to get the fuck over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I again, it's like I didn't. I remember I got tickets to see Lana Del Rey at um, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and I just, you know, I only had money enough to buy two tickets, and I got one for me and one for my friend Brett, who like loves her. Um, like the whole night we were there, he was like screaming, like she's right there, uh-huh. she's right in front of us. Um, and I just didn't even think to buy one for my boyfriend. And he was being at the time and he was being such a baby that day. And I had to like pull him aside and be like, what's up? Like what's going on, dude? Like, are you, are you mad that you're not coming? And he's like, well, it would have been nice to be invited. And I was like, but you don't like her. Like you make fun of her to me. And like, all I want to do is get so wasted and like cry when she sings the national, not the national anthem, sings national anthem. Uh Um, the national anthem the, I mean, and like, yeah both at the same time she you know pre-recorded track and then anyway but uh but i was just like i don't want i didn't want you there like you wouldn't have been fun like you would have been a wet blanket like i would have been thinking about how you don't like this and like so no you don't you don't get to come you know what i mean like yeah. it's an event it's a moment and it needs to be like i just needed to have my time no regrets
0: hmm. <laughs> um so and how long ago was this relationship the, the Lana Del Rey versus Lord relationship
1: um so were we
0: talking melodrama Tour?
1: <laughs> no, well that was what was fucked up was it was he actually might have even had tickets to see her play at the Echo. At the Echo. Echoplex. All right, so let's change right. that count. The early days. Pure Heroine. She was like she was like a a college radio darling in America, and he had tickets to see her at the Echoplex, and I was tired. And had only heard Royals, I think, was the first song. Uh-huh. And was just like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to see a girl. Like, you know, with Bleep Blop Bloop in front of her. Like, I'm much more into like... I mean, I can do bleep, bleep Blop Bloop too, but I like bands. I like watching people play their instruments and move around and do interesting things. And sometimes some of these more modern bands are not as fun. And she wouldn't have been theatrical back then because it would have been her at the Echoplex. Right. So there wouldn't have been anything to sort of bolstered yeah and so I was just like nah I'm good and so he didn't go because I didn't go and then she blew up and he was resentful of that so whenever that album came out
0: this relationship was doomed from the start
1: oh yeah oh yeah i I mean anyway I'm like I'm about to get all like sour Um, not at him but at like the notion of I don't know man romance is so weird right now I just how do you mean why right now because because of the sensitivity towards wanting to put labels and words and and descriptors to everything and and that's a beautiful thing and I think so many people are finally um, they have language for what they're feeling and that's like fantastic um, but then also it's kind of strangling romance in a lot of ways like I <laughs> I went to Akbar last night and I ended up having a conversation with this therapist next to me because he had had a hard day and he needed to talk to someone. Um,
0: wow, this is an old fair. fashioned bar experience. Just a stranger who had a hard day and needs to talk. To, I mean, I love that.
1: I, it was, it was weird. It was super weird. That's what happens when you go to a bar, not looking for Dick and you're alone. Like you're just like, all right, now I'm talking to this 50 year old man about his day. Yeah, bar is um, a great place to do it. I know. What's up, Akbar? Love you. It, Cause you're a person. Um, <laughs> and he had, he was talking about how his friend was a grade a narcissist, uh, you know, by the books narcissist and that that guy was dating, um, an individual, I think was his name or an independent. Mm. And I was like, like a voter. And he was like, no, no, no. Independents are people who don't derive their, um, I'm getting this all wrong. So no one, please take me seriously here. Just remember that I said all those smart things around naked and afraid, but, uh, (laughs) He, he like an independent doesn't need anything from someone. Like you don't need your partner your to value doesn't
0: come from your partner. Thank your, you. Your, yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and he was talking about how that was like the perfect relationship and, but the way he was talking about it was like their damage draws them together, not this like beautiful thing called love, you know? And it, and it just bugs me out. Cause like I think about, it just makes me think about all my relationships and the person I was in those relationships and in those interactions, And, you know, one day it's like, oh, I'm a Leo, he's a Virgo or like, oh, it's, you know, I'm this, he's that like, and it's just words and it's no longer like he's cool. I'm cool. We super like each other. Like, you know, I want to be with him till the end of time. Like, and I just feel like that's gone a lot now, especially in the gay world where like it's super fleeting and I don't know, I'm just trying to figure it out. I don't, you know, I'll be fine. But it is weird.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I wonder if it's people putting labels on themselves to make their partners easier to identify or to make themselves easier to identify for potential partners. But it's just you defining yourself and, and like putting on a mask and a costume and limiting yourself.
1: Yeah. It, again, it, it's still staging things and it's stifling things yeah. to me. Or that's what it seems like. I don't know. And you know, but I
0: mean, how, how, like, how. Tenacious is a person at keeping that label forever. Like how long is an independent an independent, really? It and could just be a phase. And like the feeling of love, which is, you know, it's not an equation, might make those things melt away.
1: Well, that would Maybe. be that would be my hope. Yeah. Is that, you know, I don't know. I I guess like I always uh I kind of like boiled down my life goals to like two things. Um and one of them is like, I just wanted to make comic books. And so I'm making comic books. So like, cool, keep yeah. doing that. Um, do it better every day. That's the only way you can like kind of make, you know, t- today better than yesterday. And then a, a lot of it, you know, I used to just be like, oh, I wanted to be in love and I've been in love. But now I'm like, no, I want to like, I want to see if I can pull it off. Like the the real the real relationship where like two people are better together and they challenge each other but they're not challenging. And like they, you know, obviously like you see some married couples who've been together and like they, they tell you you're not always on the same page. Like you could go entire years not being, you know, on the same page, but they're still running together. And the goal is to kind of run in parallel at the very least. And, uh, I just spend a lot of time thinking about that and thinking about if it's even possible, if it's a fallacy um I don't think so. I don't wanna think so, but like it's just tough out there right now. Like it's really weird, especially in the city. Dudes are always like kind of they kind of are like they're yeah, there's there's probably something better out. You oh, know we like oh, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, like they're always kind of like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." You know like yeah. and I get that. And I've been there too. I'm not I'm not perfect. I'm not innocent. I'm not an angel. Every pop song title is you know, I'm whatever. Fires. Yeah. I'm toxic slave for you. All of it. Um, <laughs> but it's still fascinating and it's still something I, 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 like spending a lot of time thinking about when I'm not thinking about like, you know, being an ally and an activist and a good human being yeah. or whatever. So in the, in
0: the <laughs> relationships you've had that have ended, what is the common thread? Like, is there a, do you tend to be the heartbreaker or the heartbreaky?
1: It's officially a mix of both, um, and the the main, yeah, I mean, you think about that too, like am i am I just making myself the victim? Am I putting myself in this thing because I know it's gonna fuck me up? Mm-hmm. and um, I'm just you know, I'm trying to like look at all this stuff fairly now, uh, and I would say it's I would say I break more hearts than mine gets broken only insofar far as like. I've been guilty of like, I'm going to try you on like a glove and see if we fit. Right. And some people, when that happens, even if you're honest, even if you're transparent, they'll still be like, I thought like, I thought the minute we went 65, like we're on cruise control for the rest of forever. And I'm like, we're on cruise control till I hit the brakes. Like that's how cruise control works. Um, anyway, not fair, not chill. Um, but, you know, and I'm trying to curb that, too. And I try to just tell people and I'm like, I work th- like I operate this way, so I'm going to act this way. So you're not hurt. And then, you know, then they're like, oh, come on, we're all adults here. And then you're like, you say that now and then in two months anyway. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all over the place, I think, you know, um, I'm, I'm like 50, I'm verse I'm verse in terms of heartbreak, too.
0: All right. That's good. Now, the, the tattoos on your hands are from your first relationship, you said, just before we started?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so just talk us through I it. have four tattoos. I have dope uh, on my hand, and that was my first tattoo. And I got this one uh, to keep myself in check, to keep myself in place. It's a very silly word. It has a lot of meaning for everybody. Um, and I just thought, if I put it on my hand, there's no way I can hide myself from anybody. Mm. Like it's there, it's in front of you, and like I can't, you know. I guess it, I could take it away, but like. But so your version of it
0: is the noun. I didn't say that. No.
1: Oh, Mm-mm. No. Okay. It has a lot of different meanings for me too. Like there's a there's a Lady Gaga song called Dope, um, that has like two or three lines that I like really vibe with. And then I used to say dope all the time. I probably still do. I've switched over to rad. I like rad a lot. That's
0: fun. It's nice. I like to dust off a rad every now and then.
1: Yeah. It's really good. Especially like in a very, uh, intellectual situation. I got it from a TA in college Uh and she would say that like during our, you know, sessions or whatever, like a kid would say something about, you know, some reading of castle of a Toronto and she'd be like rad. And I was like, Oh, I have to steal that. um, so, yeah, dope is on my hand to keep me in check. The anchor is just because I've always liked anchors, and I thought if I get it like this, no one who, like, legit has the anchor tattoo will get mad at me. Uh-huh. Um, and Because it's on
0: the middle finger, I should say.
1: Yeah. For oh the yeah. listener. Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, I got the Stussy S and uh, Shrug Emoji after this breakup that happened um, earlier in the year. And that was a – it was, like, about f- – we were nearing six years of like on and off and on and off and on and off. And like we had tried everything, like, oh my God. I Anyway, yeah, it's a good story. I, I made a book about it. I didn't make a book about the new chapter because that was, it's just, you know, sometimes it's too heartbreaking and, or for me. And you don't really want to like let people have that. So um, wait,
0: you did a book. Do you, are you saying you did like, <clears throat> like an independent comic book about it? Or? I did.
1: Well, I've done a, He had shown up in a few, like I I do some memoir books at uh, Image Comics um, and he was sort of sprinkled in them. And then I did a book uh, in 2017 called Nothing Lasts Forever, which was about um, previously mentioned sickness I had. Uh, I have a disorder in my esophagus called achalasia and it makes swallowing food super hard and I had to get surgery. Um, They like cut uh, the muscle in my esophagus and like flipped stomach tissue over to like help me. And Jeez. yeah, it's so real. Um, how, <laughs>
0: how, how, yeah. How are you now? I think yeah. it was probably the question on both of our lips.
1: Um, I'm, I'm good today. I'm good now. Uh, they had to put a balloon in my throat last year to, um, cause I was like having, I was like throwing up again and having acid reflux issues. Cause that's the thing is the food won't go down. So you just throw it up. Oh. Um, and i didn't and i thought it was like a food allergy i thought it was like any i thought it was everything i thought it was like stress and uh it took a long time for them to figure out what it was um but anyway so i'm good now uh i live with a high chance of getting esophageal cancer which is i like it though it's really empowering to be like it's good to know there's a clock like uh-huh. It doesn't take, like, almost getting getting hit by a car right. to remind yourself that, like, w- you got to count the minutes, honey. Like, I don't know when we're leaving, but it can happen. I mean, we all do. But, but yeah, but I think about it a lot more. Like, I'm real Lydia Dietz about it. Like, sure. Are you,
0: I mean, are you just getting screened all the time? Yeah,
1: and I have to, like, be really transparent and honest with uh, my doctor about, like, if I throw up, when I throw up, how often I throw up. Um, and luckily, it, it's if it ever if I ever have a flare-up, it's super because of diet. Like, I'm not supposed to have too much red wine and steak and, like, beer and bready. T- like, I can have it in moderation. But if I have it – like, if I have a steak dinner at midnight and I finish the whole goddamn steak and I have, like, you know, half a bottle of wine, like, I'm going to feel terrible and throw it all up all night. Um, not all night. I'll just be in the bathroom pacing and then, like, I'll throw up once.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Super mellow. So I made a book about this because um, it was also about, like, having writer's block and, like, hitting a wall creatively. But then also I, like, in this period, I really had to, like, look at this relationship with this guy because at that time in our journey – um We were, like, hooking up, hooking up, always hooking up, and then, like, inviting each other to things, but then I would, like, still just, like, go date someone else, and he'd be, like, oh, are you free? And I'd be, like, no, I have a date tonight, and it would, like, make him feel terrible, and same with him. Like, he started dating someone, and I was, like, oh, that's not cool, like, and so one day I was in New York, and I was, like, what are we doing? Like, should we look at this again? And when I got back from New York, he was like, we should. And I was like, nah, it's broken. We shouldn't. And uh, he then spent, this is so romantic, he spent like months like campaigning to prove that he like wanted to be the guy for me, like that he could do it. Um,
0: What, What does that campaign look like? Um, to campaign for Oh my games. God.
1: I'm going to, because I also listened to the Dan Savage episode in preparation. I'm just going to like be, Oh man, I don't know if I could say this. I don't know. This is his business. Um, well
0: you're in now. It's too late. I'm yeah, in now. You know the rules. He,
1: he turned down, um, he turned down a board game and group sex scenario for me. Cause like we were getting, Oh my God, we spent all day. He was like, I need new clothes. I need to look more professional. You're good with clothes. Will you go shopping with me and like help me buy a new wardrobe? and so we spent like 10 hours together. Like we went shopping, we had lunch. I think we went to a movie, no sex, no kissing. Um, and at some point during that day, he was like, Oh, these guys invited me over and we're going to like play board games and probably like do a bunch of stuff after like two couples invited him over. And I was like, and, and because I had, I knew two of those people and one of them was like a super sweet friend of mine. I was like, you can't do that. Like you can do that. But if you do that, like, I can't, like, I can't look at you the same. Like, it's just, there's too much. And,
0: and uh, sorry, are you cool with the fact that the friend invited him?
1: At the time, yeah, because he wasn't, at that time, we were, like, nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? So I was just, like, everyone can make their decisions. Um, but I was, like, I was, like, but if you do that, like, I can't unsee it in my head. And I, like, I just won't be able to consider you and he was like well fuck those bozos like he's like any day of the week like done and i was like i wasn't asking you to so he did that um and then he just like just super was like i don't even know how to put it but he was just like legit the whole way through like he was just trying to make himself a better businessman he was trying to make himself a better human being he was uh and he and and he would still pursue this friendship Knowing full well that I was because I cut after I had my surgery, I said, Look, clean slate. Like, I'm not having sex with anybody, including you, any of my like yeah. former friends with benefits. I was just like, This is a sign. I just want to, like, I just like need new energy in my life and like I want to pursue something different. And he hung around through all of that and really pursued and respected the friendship. And then, uh, then. The minute I opened up, he started like taking me on dates and treating me like a real classy lady. Um, so it fucked me up that like then we dove back in and and it was really cool for a little while and then we started fighting again and you know, and then that that's what was real brutal was the breakup was the exact same breakup we had six five years ago. Oh my god. And I and I was like, it was just so like not cool to be like and I'm here again like I'm literally here again like we are both having the same breakup and like I don't like I don't want to repeat mistakes and anyway and, I, and it wasn't a mistake but it was just such a bummer to have it kind of like end that way um, but yeah it's super weird and so I got these tattoos uh, after that breakup because I just I, I wanted to do everything to be like okay I I am not weak I'm not someone who's lazy. Like, I'm going to do all this stuff. What is the
0: significance of Stussy?
1: Um, I used to just, like, write it all the time Mm -hmm. in my notebooks and stuff. And then my name starts with an S. Mm -hmm. Um, And then – Back to the 90s, like, I am in a long-term relationship with irony. Um, so I just thought it'd be really cool to have it on my hand. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's And it's a good conversation starter. Like, I have a lot of good convos with baristas. Um, and it's cool if you ever find someone else with it. You're like, oh, siblings yeah. or something. I don't know what we are. Or but there's soulmates. Soulmate. Yeah, there it is. So what, what else catches your eye in a new person? In a new person? So,
0: you know, once... Once the homophilia bump is activated. Oh, and it's coming. And it, I mean, it is coming down the pike for you. This
1: always happens. What does that mean?
0: Someone comes on the show and then immediately they're pursued. Oh. By millions.
1: By millions? Literally millions.
0: <gasps> You've seen oh um, uh, Chris O'Donnell in The in the Bachelor. No. With like, all, like the hundreds of brides in bridal dresses chasing him down the streets of San Francisco. Okay. Mm, okay. A couple of listeners know what I'm talking about. It's that, but the genders, in your case, will be re- yeah, okay. Opposite. Well, it won't be opposite. It'll just be all men.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, for anyone listening, um, I hate to say it. I'm luckily skin color, not not a type, but I do have like a body type, oh. and I wish I could be like progressive and be like no, like free love, but I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to, and I typically like bigger guys. Like I just like I'm tiny, so like mm-hmm. I want you know, and and also when I wasn't you know like. I thought I was bisexual for a minute and my spectrum is like 90, 10 for men, you know, 10% women, Mm -hmm. um, maybe 95, five, like anyway, but, uh,
0: there's a very small window,
1: but they've got it. But the guys have to be these, they just have to be, they don't even have to present like maleness is not an issue, but they just have to like lumber over me. Like I'll, you can be Femi as all fuck. I don't care.
0: Or take up some room.
1: Take up some room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the bed. Like, just take up, like, three quarters of my bed. Um, that's not true. I have a California king. You could do that, too, because I... Wow. I, listen... Somebody's living, right, Matt?
0: That's right.
1: Oh. <laughs> what
0: am I doing with this goddamn queen? Do we have a queen bed? I don't know. We have a queen have. bed.
1: It's, it's my dead grandmother's, so well, be cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then, I don't know, like, what else attracts me to guys? I think just, like... I don't, like, this sounds so small or whatever. They just have to be, like, cool. Like, you know what I mean? You just got to like someone and you want to hang out with them and think they're, you know, they, it's nice to meet someone who has a point of view, um, even if it's one you don't agree with, yeah. I think. That's really attractive to me, um, you know. But I'm I'm just trying to, I don't know. It's like, I I could give you a list of things that, like, I think work, but... Who knows? Who fucking knows? But I think a guy who is a little bit older than me or my age or older, not because of an age thing. I've learned it's more of a where you're at in your life cycle thing. Like, I don't do well with dudes who don't know what they're doing in their lives. Like, I can help someone with a career change or upheaval. But, like, you you know, you've dated, like, those 24-year-olds who, like, they have a job, but it's just a job. And they don't know what they're doing. And they're unhappy, but they don't have the words for it. And I
0: was that twenty four. Yeah, me too. Day, well into my thirties.
1: Yep. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have dated either of you then.
0: I mean, it's it's a nightmare. And then when there's two of you and you're both like that, oh, it's a, though it's. Well,
1: at least you're powerful. containing the damage, right?
0: Yeah. Just yeah. spending it on each other.
1: I think I think I think of it that way too. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I think like yeah. Anybody. I mean yeah. So you can actually be like twenty two if you have your shit together. Um although I doubt it. Um, but someone who knows what they want is really sexy. Like it's really, it's really attractive to meet someone who they don't have to be completely stable on all fronts, but it's, it's nice. It's nice to see confidence in any arena of the human personality. Like if you can just navigate with confidence somehow, somewhere that that's hot to me. Um, but yeah, that's kind okay. of.
0: And so, is this last month of no dating self-imposed?
1: Yeah, because I just I well, I deleted apps. I am six months um, clean from those, and I didn't I didn't think it was healthy to have like backup plans or mm-hmm. people on the periphery right, that you right. know you can kind of like look into. I just w- I just kind of wanted to like really spend some time with myself. And then, you know, I'm learning, it's like, oh yeah, I've still got to grieve this relationship. Like I always tell people grief is nonlinear. And then like, here I am being like, oh, why am I still fucked up about this six months later? And it's like, oh yeah, grief is nonlinear. So, you know, and obviously like, you know, I hang out, I hang out with people sometimes, but I'm trying not, I was trying, I am trying not to date. Um, and, And then when you say that weird stuff happens, like someone came out of nowhere and was like, I want to work through some issues. I want to like start dating you. Like, I think I can do it. I just like blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh God,
0: that's putting a lot on it. That's yeah. First <laughs> ask. I want to Jesus. work through some issues.
1: Yeah. Oh, on you. No. Well, I probably, they all do. I don't know. It's <sighs> yeah,
0: people. But you, you, that's the part you don't say. Right. Yeah. You gotta I mean, keep that you part quiet. we're all doing it. Yeah. But. Hey,
1: but he was confident. Okay. He was confident about yeah. wanting to work on himself. So I was like, brought out the fan and was just like, Oh, oh my, um, well, and a story is a story is a story too. But I'm, and again, I'm trying to rinse out these patterns and behaviors. I, it's like, it, I keep saying, if I'm telling people like, look at the evidence, look at the data, then I need to also look at evidence and look at data and not just like fall for the story and be like, oh my God, this happened. And he swept me away and blah, 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 blah. Or I swept him away. And, and that'll be interesting too. I've never, I don't think anyone's let me be their hero. And like, maybe I could, mm. I don't know. So I'm just open-minded and mellow. Okay. Chill, big guys of any kind, young or old. Stable. Yeah. Stable. Yeah. You don't have to have a, yeah, I don't need lots of money either. Okay. Like chill and stable. Yeah, but stable stable.
0: Let's keep, let's keep the, let's keep the money thing in there. That's <laughs> I mean, my, that's yeah. my request. It's nice it. if it's there, but it's not yeah. necessary. All right. Yeah. Well, get at him. Cena Grace. Thank you so this much. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Where can people see your work? Um, Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about Iceman. Um, oh Iceman's God. coming out in September. Bam, bam, bam. And we'll uh, talk
0: about it. We'll plug yeah. in the intro
1: and that stuff, too. of course. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I have a silly little name. You can find it. My name.com at my name, Sina Grace, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I also was, oh, man, I wrote so many things. Even I didn't even get to talk about Drag Race. The hour race. flies
0: by. Uh, the hour flies
1: by. So quick. What's this your sucks. headline
0: from Drag Race? I mean, what's the the... Oh, that I fucking
1: adore it. And it just like makes me tap into this like crazy gay male energy I never knew I had. Yeah, it's weird. It it brings out a camaraderie uh in us all that I love, I love feeling. But uh yeah, uh you can find me on the internet with my silly name. I'm very big on Instagram like not I like Instagram a yeah. lot and I like Twitter a lot. I'm not, you know, not Cardi B. Um and yeah, thank you guys for having me. This was Certainly. a pleasure. Was really <laughs> thank, thank you so you much. Grace. Yeah. Thank you.
0: All right, Cena Grace, thank you so much for coming, you guys. Go to cenagrace.com find him mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. get your copy of Iceman, yeah, uh, or just go to Akbar any any weekend. It sounds like he's he's. There uh, a reasonable amount. Uh-huh. And is Friendly open fella. to open to chatting. He's open to chatting. He's such a delight. Let him have it. Uh thank you, everybody at Earwolf. Yes. Thank for you. Wickens. Thank you, Ben Weiss, for the music. Uh-huh. Thank you, all you other Earwolf babies. Thank you, ben. Thank you, Dave Holmes. See you next week. Everybody's got their something. As Mika right. Costa tells us. Whether it's uh, your way to get ready, your mm-hmm. way to get ready for bed, mm-hmm. your way to get ready for your shower, mm-hmm. uh, you've all got a way that you want to look and feel and smell your best. And that's where Dollar Shave Club comes in. That's absolutely right. Right now, you can get ready with an amazing deal on any one of their startup sets. So head on over to DollarShaveClub.com slash homo. Pick your own DSC starter set for five. And then after your starter set, your products ship at regular price. They come right to you mm-hmm. easy as can be. Dollarshaveclub.com slash homo.